into the shed. I'm your host, Bert. Well, today has been really good. You know, me being out at work, traveling has been very fun. Can't wait to do it again. I've been learning a lot of new things, meeting new people. And that's one thing I really enjoyed to do. Meeting people in different cultures, backgrounds, lifestyles. It's it's been fun. And I'm continually growing and I can't wait to see more because the more I reach out and to get to know people, the more I get to learn about people more and more. And that's one thing I really enjoy about my job besides the work. But today's episode, you know, I'm going to talk about a quote that I heard. And I heard it like over a month ago. And I decided to make this quote part of a part of this episode. But I'm going to talk to you about a person that maybe not to be not too many people agree with. And his name is um, Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson, you know, he's polarized and being a great boxer. Um, he was the youngest champ, heavyweight champion, I think, of all time, still to this day. And off the ring, he had some issues. He grew up in a rough environment. He ended up being a rough around the edges dude, but then eventually he became better and better. And overall, he has, I think, a pretty good wisdom. I'm not glorifying him. You know, he ain't perfect. Nobody's perfect. So when I say he ain't perfect, you better look back at yourself before you judge about other people. Every time when I see the internet or every single time I hear people talk, they want to point out everybody else's flaws. But when someone points it back at them, they get all fucking sensitive and shit. If you can't handle judgment from other people, maybe you shouldn't be sending out judgment yourself. I've been always saying that it's like as well as joking. If you can't, if you can dish out the jokes and then when someone throws a joke at you or something you don't like and you don't fucking like it, that's full of shit. I do not like people like that. I think they're the biggest hypocrites. People are, I mean, uh, acting like they're above being offended. I'm not above being offended. You know, you could tell someone you're offended and move on with your life. You don't have to get anyone, everybody in trouble all the time. But going back to what Mike Tyson, <clears throat> he, you know, he, he wasn't perfect off the ring. And throughout his time, you know, he, he did some shit, but way, the way he grew up though, and what he ended up being now, he's, he's a great person because of it. Now I'm not condoning everything he did at all, but the growth from when he was to what he is now, and now he has a, um, now he has a, a, uh, what's it called? Uh, a podcast called Hot Boxing. I think I think that's correct. But he does have a podcast. If you look at Mike Tyson, you'll listen to this podcast. 
And he has really, really cool people on there. And he has really good things to say. I'm not going to take that away from him. I really like uh, listening to his show. It's one of the shows I listen to once in a blue moon. He has these guests. And, you know, he's been great for so long. And now he's coming back, kind of swinging around. He's been around, but, you know, watching him on The Hangover. Um, he's been on stand-up comedies, uh, comedians, stories and stuff. But he's actually a pretty solid guy. He's very peaceful. He's more peaceful now. I wouldn't want to piss him off because I wouldn't want to get beat up on an airplane. But that guy antagonized him. You don't want to antagonize the heavyweight champion of the world. He's still uh, He could still kick your ass because he's nice. You know, it doesn't mean... He won't whoop that ass. He's a person. You know, he's a person like you and I. He puts on his pants the same way as everyone else. He might be a more iconic person, but he's still a person. And he shows you that. He admits his faults. He doesn't like talking about it because no one's really proud about it. Nobody likes talking about their faults. Nobody. People can admit it. You know, and I admit my faults. I ain't fucking perfect. However, you can't sit there and act like you don't have any. And the media has been always showing that. The thing about Mike Tyson, though, what really caught me off guard is this quote he said. So this is what comes down to. Now I gave you a little background on Mike Tyson. Now I'm about to tell you the quote he says, and then I'm going to go from there. Knowing that he isn't perfect and he was one of the greatest of all time. He said this quote, and now I see why he is the way he is today. So on Twitter, in November 19th, 2021, he puts out this tweet, and he also says it on his podcast. But on the tweet it says, I know a lot of great people, but most of the great people I met weren't good people. So I'd rather be a good person than a great person by far. He sent that tweet. And then I heard what he said on this podcast, similar to what he said. And, um, we, there's so many things on my mind, but I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. What I see with people today's day and age, everybody wants to be the cool guy. Everybody wants to be the great person. Everybody wants to be the wealthy person. Everybody wants to. Everyone thinks it's just a doggy dog world. Being wealthy is is key. You get women, you get all this stuff and all these big time guys you meet. You're all like, <clears throat> you're all like, oh, this person's cool. That person's cool. This person's great. That person's great. I want to be a boss. I want to be this and I want to be that. I want to be a celebrity. The thing is, everybody wants to be heard. I totally understand that. Everybody wants to be great. I totally understand that. But no one wants to, but no one lately hasn't said, I want to be a good person. There's many great people, like he said, and a lot of them weren't good. And the thing he said, that really got me is a good person can be a great person, but his priority has to be that he wants to be a good person. You don't hear that anymore. 
you just don't. And people who thinks they're doing the right thing at this point, I don't know if they're doing it for fame or is genuine anymore. Like look at people today's day and age. It's you're instantly famous. You become something that you least expected because you did something funny, stupid, or you just stand up for something that if you were genuine about standing up for something that's right, you wouldn't, you wouldn't make being famous a priority. It's the purpose. The why has to be bigger because lately I've been seeing people just giving stuff because of what they represent. And lately, you know what you're seeing and I'm not being rude. I'm being honest. You're, you're watching TV, social media, everything you see, you see what's going on right now. There's people who are telling the truth and then there's people who are embellishing the truth. It's not that they're lying but they're exaggerating what's going on as well. And that's why I look at multiple things in different angles. So the quote that Mike Tyson got that from is from John F. Kennedy Jr. John F. Kennedy Jr. said, and this is his original quote, and this is the quote Mike Tyson got it from. People often tell me I could be a great man. I'd rather be a good man. So we used to do things morally. We used to do things because it was the right thing to do. But now those lines are getting blurred because agreed. Let's be really simple. I don't care if you are famous. Okay. But everyone wants to put in shock value for everything. I've been noticing watching people Let's, for instance, the red pill people. And there's many, many versions of the red pill people. They're telling the truth. But how they're saying it, people are not digesting it. Because the way I grew up, when you hear the truth, you get slapped it right across your face. And it's brutal. It's a brutal world. And my parents taught me that over the years. You might think you're the shit, but you ain't shit. That's what I always grew up, you know, thinking. I've been told that I'm not perfect. I've been told that be careful how you judge others because you're no better. I mean, my parents kept me in check. They're not wrong. Now, there are times that it's hard for me to see when I'm wrong. I'm going to admit that. I mean, my wife can tell you that. And sometimes you do have to point it out. You're not going to see every single time. When you're wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you can admit it. And some people can't. And people will blatantly tell you that they aren't wrong when they are. It's blatant. You can see it's blatant. People will point out the lie and they could be like, you know what? Yeah, I was wrong at that point. But they continue digging this hole because they want to be great so bad and be looked up to. That can get you so far. That That's going to tarnish your legacy. It's going to tarnish who you are as a person more than anything. Who gives a shit about your legacy? How are you looked at as a person at the end of the day? Who are you going to be at the end of the whole thing? Yeah, that's what it comes down to. You can talk all this stuff. You can be whoever you want to be. But the thing is, the truth sucks. I've been hit with the truth many times across the face. And the truth don't care about your feelings. I, I hate to say it like that. I say it in such a nice way, 
but no matter how you say it, it's kind of rude. I think the delivery is important. I will admit that. But at the same time, I don't care how you deliver it to me. You can be blatantly honest with me. I've been hit with honesty by many people, my friends, my wife, my parents. It's the truth. And no matter what, you got to make adjustments. That's part of life. But some of these people think they're bigger than life. Some people, they think they're bigger than the truth. And sometimes no one really cares about being a good person. Look at, for instance, look at the dating world. It's the guy who makes a lot of money. It's the guy that's cool. And it's the guy who has the high preferences and just say it how it is. They get the ladies. That's one example. The nice guy usually doesn't win. The average nice guy is... (laughs) They're the, they're, you know, what's funny is they're the majority, but they look like the minority because all the women are like, well, you know, I want a nice guy and I want him to do this and I want him to be good to me and I want them to let me share. They're, they're there. You just overlook them. But you want the guy who makes a lot of money, you know, and everybody wants the top end model of a car. Um, they want the top end model of a, you know, of a house like everybody wants that. But you go further paving your way, learning things the hard way than just giving life given to you. And I'm not saying these millionaires didn't struggle. A lot of them did struggle. Okay. There's a lot of millionaires. They struggled and they made it where they're at and people want a piece of that pie and everybody's going to want to think they're entitled to it too. So I kind of know where they're coming from when they're telling you and you want, I went through a struggle and you want what I have. Fuck you. I had to work for that. And in the dating world's kind of brutal. Thank God I'm not in that world anymore. And plus, I never was rich. I was a, I was a guy who was not even. I'm just a good person, and I'm glad my wife saw that. And she's a simple person. She didn't ask for a, an expensive ring or an expensive wedding. I I lucked. I was very lucky <clears throat> with who I am with, and I'm happy who I'm with. And there's a lot of women that don't want all that shit either. So everyone's focused on these women that you see on the TV and, you know, they don't talk about the majority of the women in the dating world that are suffering that way, too. See, there's a it's a double edged sword. There's good women out there and there's good guys out there. No one wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to talk about the majority who wants money and fame and on on Instagram. And I'm not hating on them. Okay, you got to do what you got to do to make it in life. And I'll never hate on them for it. At the same time, you're going to have to deal with the judgment, too. I'm not the one to judge, and it's not my place to judge, and I'm never going to hate on you for what you're doing. But that comes with a group of people who are going to go for you, and they're going to point out your flaws if you're going to point out other people's flaws. You know, there's nothing wrong with being an honest person, but the thing is, today's day and age, no one wants to be honest, no one wants to be good. I mean, there are honest people out there. But those are not the people you see on social media. Those are not the people you see on the news. Those are those are you all you're seeing is people who are outraged. You're only seeing people who are like frustrated with the world. You're only seeing people who are hurt and they just want to show people who are hurt and angry. I was told since I was a kid, misery loves company. I don't know. You know, Mike Tyson said he was rich, but he wasn't happy. Then that's possible. 
He was the greatest. He was rich. He was way up there. But he wasn't happy. And he was honest about that shit. I mean, he was the greatest. And he still wasn't happy. And now he's happier because he's a good person. And he doesn't have that baggage anymore. And those are lessons throughout his life. Like I said, he's not perfect. But damn, he made a lot of progress when he, when he, when you first time saw him as a person on TV, a persona he had. Sometimes we got to humble ourselves. Some people do it way late and some people do it early. You know, and I'll be honest with you. You know, I was focused on being a good person. Then I kind of turned into a person trying to become great. And I forgot about being good a little bit for a while. And what's important to me is to be honest with myself. And in my mind, I want to be a good person and a great person. The reason why I have this podcast is I'm talking about my thoughts. This is my inner thoughts. Yeah, it can be funny, but I'm funny in a group setting. I'm not going to be laughing at my own jokes. Hey, yeah, that's you know, that's that's stupid, you know. But everyone's in their own thoughts when they're by themselves. It's like a moment of solitude, you know. This is what's in my mind. This is what I'm seeing. Because all you're seeing is the extreme side. And you're only seeing people who are, you know, talking extreme. Now, I'm not talking about Mike Tyson. He's not extreme anymore. But at, at a moment, he was. He was larger than life. I mean, you're, not, you're young. You got all this money. You're on top of the world. Sometimes you get, get it too soon and you're not ready for it. And Mike Tyson was a perfect example of seeing that. And now he got now he's making good money now and now he's more humble about it. But he said he didn't care about money, you know, and I think he's genuine about it. I don't think he I mean, yeah, you care about money to a certain extent. As long as you're good, your bills are paid and you're comfortable. Yeah, that's important. It really is. But no one wants to talk about what's realistic, right? A lot of people have unrealistic goals, beauty standards like it's okay to have those unrealistic things as long as you're working for it. But don't don't be don't expect it for it to be given to you. Don't expect it to be easy. None of that shit. You know, and you know, you're looking at a small percentage of the platform people are looking at, these rich people, that's a small percentage of the US population. The owner of yachts, what? There's probably 1% maybe less than that, and I'm just throwing out a number there, but I know it ain't a high percentage. You know, yachts expensive, even buying it used. You know, and I told my wife I always wanted a G wagon, <laughs> and I looked up the price for a brand new G wagon. Yeah, I'm never gonna be able to buy that, and no, I don't want to buy that. You know, and it's it's expensive. I the price on it was brand spanking new. Basic model was like what a hundred and ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm never going to afford that. And even if I did become rich, I'm not paying basically a house for a car. It, it's not practical for me. And someone one time said I was cheap. I'm not cheap. I'm practical. Okay. I'm very, very practical. I never want my car nicer than my house. If I have a very nice car and I have an apartment, y- your priorities were... A little off. And I'm not hating on it. But that's just a rule I stuck with. Okay. It's a rule I've always stuck with. You know, I can get a nice car and it doesn't have to be worth basically a house and uh, basically a three, four bedroom house in like Georgia. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't have to pay for shit like that. And who knows? Like, if I did ever become famous and you see me with G-Wagon, I apologize. But I'm just kidding. No, I, I couldn't do it. It's not practical. Like, that money could have went to my family that I can help them out. I'm not giving them that much money, but I can help it and divvy it out to, you know, I have a big family. You know, I can help out people with that kind of money. Or I can save it, build generational wealth, so when I pass away, my wife's covered, you know, my family's covered. That's the thing. We want good things. It's human nature. I'm not knocking it down. But how realistic is it? How practical it is? And do things make you a good person? No. Mike Tyson pointed that out. John F. Kennedy Jr. pointed that out. Because everybody wants to look at status. Status. Status is everything. That's what it comes down to. And uh, it's an important thing to people. It's a human nature thing. But I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it at all. You know? I already you know, talked about Mike Tyson. Talked about the quote. And when you're looking at everything in social media, it's starting to get a little out of hand. And the reason why I'm watching a lot of social media lately is so I can understand where things are going and how I create my content. My content will always be positive and you can be honest and positive. It's the delivery that matters, you know, like, I mean, if a man looks at a woman as an object, that's not correct. It isn't. Okay. I'm not saying it's correct. No matter what the woman does. However, if you display that and the world gets to see that, it's kind of hard not to look at that person like that because you've seen what that person represents. Even though that person doesn't represent that, that doesn't mean that that's what the perception they're getting. Like earlier, people thought Mike Tyson was an asshole. He was sad. But you still think he was an asshole how he presented himself. And you think he's arrogant how he presented himself. Because there's pain behind that. There's reason behind that. And no one asks those questions. They just assume. Because that's what you see. So you can't be mad at someone perceiving something and thinking something. I'm not saying it's right. But at the same time, it's not wrong how people perceive it. Because that's what they see. Is it wrong for them judging Yeah, but it's human nature to judge. What do you think is happening when you point out that someone is, you say a a shameful word to that person because they presented something, but sometimes that's not how they present themselves to be. It's the same difference. We just have to look back at ourselves like, okay, maybe there's something going on. Don't get me wrong. An asshole is an asshole. I could still differentiate who's a bad person, who's an asshole. I've seen them my whole life. You're going to continually see those people no matter what. Look, the type of person I am, I don't mind you eating. I just don't want you to eat at my table. I don't want anything bad happening to bad or to bad people. At the same time, you get what you deserve, but I'm not hoping that. You know, and there's a consequence in every choice. That's why it goes back to I want to be a good person. So when I don't have to look over my shoulder, I don't have to be worried about anything. You know, if I said no to someone, it's because it's a legit reason why. Being a good person to me has been more and more important as I got older. It was always important to me. 
But when I was younger, you want to look good. No, who doesn't want to look good? That's the thing. That becomes a priority, and we don't look back like, who cares what people perceive? It's who I want to be. And that's when you got to know yourself the best. And that's the tough part. Because it's a lonely road being who you are and being and knowing who you are. Whether you're on the right side of things or the wrong side of things, you have to really know who you are as a person and think about what you're doing. It's a lonely road when you're going the right path or getting all the popularity and going the wrong path. Everybody can go on the path that everyone, you know, everyone could swim downstream when everyone's going. It's easy to drive down the highway, the four lane highway and just speed through life. It's hard when you have to pick up a shovel like David Goggins says, and you and you work in that shovel. Everyone knows that shovel's there and you could dig your own way. But everybody wants to take the four lane highway because it's faster, it's smoother, it's easier. It's the easy route. Everybody wants to take the route that. You know, if you don't have anything against the curve or current, you know, it's if you're like everybody else, it's not a lonely world because people agree with you. You're still going to have a tribe. Your tribe might be bigger than those who went the one way or the other because it's a it's a smaller tribe in those opposite sides. But what do you learn from it? Do you become a good person? You can. Like I said, there are good, great men out there. So on that one side, yeah. But those people who decide to go the right path, it's more of a tough road because you tell people when they're wrong. I'm not saying being righteous. Don't be righteous. Don't be arrogant. You can always do it in a way that's civil. I mean, there are people who have pulled that shit off before. Don't get me wrong. It's it's possible. Either side. And it's human nature to focus on status, like how you vote. You're worried about, oh, someone judging how you vote or how you present yourself dressed up. There's people who flat out don't care. And I respect those people. But at the same time, in my mind, as long as you're not harming others and you're doing what you're doing, I don't care. But when people voice what they believe in and it's not a popular thing, I respect that person a lot. The tough part is how to deliver it. We're all getting fatigued of dealing with one side or the other. Everything's extreme. We all know that. It's the truth. But in my mind, I'd just rather be a good person. That's what it comes down to. My mom taught me that. My dad taught me that. And they learned from their mistakes, and they taught me through that. And they want me to be better than what they were. And, I mean, I want to be a better person than I was yesterday. I talked to my cousin. He did time in the penitentiary. He got in trouble. And he learned and he grew and became a good person. And he told me that he appreciated what my mom did leaving Chicago and going to Washington. And I think it was a good move because my cousin told me if that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, there's a possibility I could have still been the person I am. But it would have been harder because your environment molds you. You know, when I was younger, I was worried about protecting myself and, you know, being myself. But it's kind of hard to go against the curve, especially when you live in a in a 
environment that's not thriving for you. That's why my cousin admit that he ended up in prison because of stuff like that. And some people end up fine. Don't get me wrong. But the chances of it being like that is tough. So my mom put me in an environment to make me better and thrive. You know, I miss a lot of things in Chicago. I missed the culture and everything, but sometimes the hardest things are the best things for you. And that's why sometimes being a good person is a tough route because you have to do things that you don't even think about doing or nor you want to do. I'll admit it's always hard to do the right thing. It's hard to always do the good thing because of status and you want to look appealing to other people. But at the end of the day, people know who you are and stand by your side. Those are the people you want to be around. Those are people you want sticking on your side. You know, when when my mom made the decision for us to move, people thought she was a little crazy. But at the end of the day, it was the right move and it was the best move for us. Yeah, I changed the way how I am. People look at me now and they say, well, you speak very proper. You speak like a (laughs) you don't speak like you're from Chicago or, you know, you sound like a white guy. But you know what? Looking back to what I was and what I am now, I'm actually happy the way I am. It's different. It's a different path. You know you're different. But that's why, at the end of the day, I'm not saying that if you didn't go my path, you're a good person. But in my mind, I'm glad I ended up being one. I accept people of all types. I've always been friends with any person, no matter who they were. It ended up making me a a really good person because I learned from all those trials. I am very accepting of others and I try to stay that way. Yeah. I talk my shit. I'm not the only one, but I accept people for who they are because at the end of the day, I want to be accepted for who I am. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's why to me, being a good person is more important important than being a great person and if I make it far I got the right people to keep me in check to keep me in the right path and I'm grateful for them I'm grateful for my parents you know just because you adapt to a different culture or you adapt to a different environment doesn't mean you don't know who you are I know what I am and I accept who I am there's growth that needs to happen And I will always do that. That's why when I saw Mike Tyson said that quote, he grew. And I, in a way, I grew. And I appreciate those quotes because you don't hear that anymore, especially on social media. And that's where I found it. You find that diamond in the rough. You're not going to see that mass produced all the time. And if if a lot of you people have seen it, that's a good thing. Because people should see that quote and hear him say that quote. But you're not going to see that because what you're viewing is... I'm not judging, but I know we all view the same things. But when I look deep, I'm looking for good things like that. Even from people that I least expected from. And I'm not saying Mike Tyson's a bad person or at least expected from him. But he grew. And it's possible to grow no matter how high you are in life or low. You could still grow. That's the important part. And that's the beauty of it. Because at the end of the day, If Mike Tyson was to pass away, he ended up a good person and his conscience is clear. 
And that's how I want to live. I hope we all end up in peace at the end of the day, whether it's in the middle of our life or late in life. I really hope that for everybody. Well, that's today's episode, you know, and I'm glad that I got to do another one. You know, I'm sticking to one a month so I can, you know, get into deep detail in my thoughts, um, you know, and, and I work a lot. So it's perfect, you know, because if I push out too much content, you know, I won't have enough to push out consistently what I have. And as much as I'm working, you know, I always love doing this. I look forward to doing this and that's why I do it. The hard part is the time. And yeah, I have a lot of time, but I rather spend my time also like I love doing this and I love and I want to do this, but I don't want to run out. (laughs) I don't want to run out of too much content, you know, and I know I can produce good quality content when I take my time thinking about these things in my thoughts and jotting down notes. It's it's just better quality and it's just straight from the heart, man, straight from the hip. If I rush things, you know, it, it it doesn't end up good. That's what I'm saying. It's like a, a dish. You take your time. You put in a lot of quality in it. You get quality content. You get quality things. These guys, I feel like they have quality, but sometimes when they push out certain things, it's like they sometimes want to add shock value. And shock value is good once in a while, but eventually it's going to wear down, and that's not who I am. Like I said, I'd rather just be who I am. But I'm grateful for you guys listening. I'm thankful that you know I still have people supporting me and telling me good things but at the end of the day i'm doing this for myself and if you love this content i appreciate it i thank you for the good words and i hope you guys have a good month or had a good month i hope you have a good week or a good day and i hope things get better for everybody where you meet where you be listening however you may be listening and what time you're listening i thank you and you have a good one